Okay, so here's an interesting discussion. Marrying for love or marrying for security? Which would you prefer? Or if you're already married or have been married, you know, which one was it? Was it for love or was it for security? Now, the reason I bring this up is because I stumbled across an article by a woman named Cecilia Francon entitled, I plan to marry for security, not love. Okay. Ooh. So the first thing I said was, ooh, girl. Okay. You just, you know, straight to the point, you know, cutthroat and all of that. You plan to marry for security and not for love. So obviously when we're thinking about security, when I think of security, the first thing that comes to mind is financially, you know, being secure financially. So she's going to get married for security is for reasons of one, always having a roof over her head, clothes on her back, you know, food to eat, the lights are on, the gas is on, hot water, you know, this kind of thing. She has a car to get around or whatever, but for the most part, whether they're rich, uh, or 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 just middle class she's planning to marry just so she could simply get by whereas other people marry for love so now this made me think of a lot of things i'm not going to lie like it made me think of um what what are my own stand views on marriage you know marriage thoughts or or opinions that i've heard over the years in certain cultures and and things of that nature so now me personally i'll speak from my own personal experience now I personally uh, would love to get married for love first. I don't know if that sounds foolish, but for love. But at the same time, as I get older, I know that you need a sense of security. I'd like to think that as a woman, if you marry a man, it's not just because of love, but there is some sense of security that you feel that he provides for you. Whether it's that's feeling safe before financially, whether it's feeling safe and financially, it doesn't matter, but at some point, I don't know that, that anybody would really want to marry somebody that they don't feel 100% secure with. But again, when I think of her and I think of this article, the first thing I'm thinking about is her thinking about it being financially secure. Then I sit here and I think about in the past, even when I was younger, when I went to school, I actually went to school with kids who were already assigned or um, had prearranged marriages. From their cultures, whether from Indian descent or Pakistani descent or whatever, usually from like the Indian area, um, they would be literally from the time we were young already assigned. And um, living here in America was just one thing, but they were going to either uh, marry their spouse and go live there or their spouse was going to come here. But nine out of ten, they were going to go back there. And so at the time when I was younger, when I thought about prearranged marriages, I was like, oh, man, that's not fair because kind of like. What if your parents set you up with someone that you don't like like that? Either y'all don't get along or you're not attracted to them uh, physically. But because in that kind of sense, when you think about an arranged marriage, the understanding in those cultures is that they want to make sure that their daughter is okay. So this is arranged from young knowing that this family and this family has a certain type of money, has a certain type of mindset, maybe even share the same religions and cultural beliefs and values to the point that they would feel comfortable that this man will marry this girl because they know this girl comes from the household that's similar to theirs, you know. And this girl, especially for the girls, when they have arranged marriages, oh, the, the parents are so dead set on the fact of if I'm going to have my daughter marrying off to, or if I'm going to marry my daughter off to anybody else, this man has better be able to take care of my daughter. 
and any grandchildren that come along. Like, I'm not going to just marry my daughter off to a fuckboy, you know, kind of thing. And so in that sense, it made, it made a lot of sense. And actually, in, in, in their societies, those who practice that, it actually works, I guess, as far as class stature. Um, from what I understood, when I used to ask some people, how do they feel about that, being prearranged to be married to somebody else for the sake of security? Obviously, when it's prearranged, it's for security's sake. It's not for love's sake. How do you feel about that? And they would say, you know, the understanding in the culture is that in time you will, you will fall, you will, be, you will learn to love that person. So maybe love might not come right away, but in time, the understanding was in learning of the fact that the person is secure, they secure you and not making you have to worry for a lot of things as far as financially, roof, uh, food, water, clothes on your back, hair done, shoot, shoot, whatever the heck it is that you want, you don't have to worry. You know, so in that sense, you will begin to grow to love the person because they love you or whatever. This is understanding. Now, when I was younger, I was just like, oh, heck no. Because I said, well, what about loving someone? Like, loving is important because I personally cannot imagine myself sleeping with someone that I just simply do not care for. This is why it's hard for me, or will always be hard for me, to go into certain professions like prostitution, okay? Not trying to be funny, but it's the truth. I'm not trying to shame anyone. It's just the truth. Like, I can never just sell my pussy, excuse my language, because it's just like, ah, uh, you know, if I'm going to spread my legs, I'm going to have sex with someone or anything. There are emotions involved. It's not just something about, like, I just want to bust a nut like men do. And so, like, when I get married to someone, even if they're able to just simply provide for me, like, if love is not there or some kind of, I wouldn't say, like, attraction of, for any kind of reason, maybe your intellect or whatever it is, on top of the fact that you aren't able to provide for us and are generous as a generous man, like, you know, it has to be a combination of things. So it's like, yeah, okay, good, so you don't ever have to worry about starving again or being homeless again, but at the same time, like, don't you want to be married to somebody that you kind of love? But then at the same time, people get married for love, okay? And then maybe they're not thinking things all the way through, so they don't spend an arm and a leg on this wedding and they don't really know how they're going to pay it off because they're in this spell of like, I'm in love and I want to get married, blah, blah, blah. And then now it's like things happen because a lot of marriages, the number one, one of the, okay, between adultery and financial issues, those are like the top two reasons why people break up, okay? Infidelity and issues with finances, which a lot of people go into the marriages with debt based on the weddings uh, that they had uh, to begin with. Unless you're rich and you paid your wedding off, you know, off the top, a lot of people still paying off their wedding, like literally five years to the wedding, and plus other things that they try to do. So marrying for security or marrying for love. Now, one thing also in myself, I'm not gonna lie. Like, um, at some point in my life, growing up and dating and just I don't know, seeing, I feel like the type of woman I was becoming. Um, Catherine Hepburn, who was an actress, she had a, a saying or a quote that I came across many years ago, and it just stuck with me. And that saying or that quote was, if you want to sacrifice the admiration of many men for the criticism of one, go ahead, get married, okay? And now Catherine Hepburn was the type of person, I think I believe she was married one time, and she got divorced. And after she got divorced, she decided she was not going to get married, she was not going to have any kids. And when she was, after that, like, I want to say very adamantly against marriage, because I'm not, you know what I mean? But she just would make comments. And one of the ones that stuck out to me was, if you want to sacrifice the admiration of many men 
for the criticism of one. Go ahead. And that's just to say, you know, when you're single and you're not necessarily attached to anybody, you have many admirers. Even I myself I have many admirers. Admirers don't mean that you slept with them. It doesn't mean that they even know that anything could be. They probably, hell, they know they, a lot, most of my admirers know that nothing can be. But it doesn't stop them from admiring you and seeing those qualities and traits in you that maybe not just they only see with other people as well. But admirers are out there. Now, she's saying that if you want to trade the, uh, you know, admiration of many admirers for the criticism of one man, meaning like it seems that once you get married or once you get tied down or even in a relationship, sometimes then all of a sudden you get bogged down by, I mean, I, I have men of all ages, even old, and you'll see me and they'll either quote me, refer to me as queen, I don't ask them to, or even empress or whatever. I mean, they just have a, now if you want to trade all of that in for one man that's going to tell you every day, you're, you're dumb, you're stupid, you're slow. I'm tired of this. I don't want to eat that. Hey, that's what she's saying. Go ahead and go get married. Okay? You will go on ahead. If that's what you want, you go deal with that. So I used to think about that. I used to say, hmm, you know, let me think. You know, because I, maybe it could be true. Maybe it can be true. You know? Certain relationships I get in, there's certain men I deal with, you know, when as I've been dating on and off. Um, I'm 35 now, but it's, uh, less than 20 years, so dating on and off, relationships in and out. Certain men I've thought about pursuing like you know I would could see myself hopefully marrying and it didn't work out or it did. I, I would say it or it did if it did work out bitch you'd be married you never was married hello it didn't work out or that I could potentially see myself starting family with them but it didn't happen you know and there were some people that I dated that it's just like I just dated them they were cool and they were fun but honestly there were certain characteristics and certain traits I said you know what I would not necessarily uh want to date this person why maybe a lot of times it was honestly their work ethic their lack of work ethic, uh, the, the fact that they might have just been street-orientated, period. I don't care if it was a gang or they were selling drugs. The point was that they didn't have nothing seriously as far Like, you know, True to the Game and all these little books was cool, and The Coldest Winter Ever was cool when we was growing up. But I really felt like it just started to brainwash a whole generation of women to just simply try to look for, like, the drug dealer with the fast money, whatever. It didn't really, eh, you know what I'm saying? You know, it told you to kind of, like, buy, kind of su- suggestively subliminally made you want to pass by the guy that reads, go to school, work, you know what I'm saying, and go straight for this guy and uh, like a quadir type or midnight type and sit there and get the money fast and all this other stuff. It's all bullshit. That's why you got a bunch of you women running up to the jail to these days. And I'm not judging anybody because I've, I've been there. I've dated guys like that. But those are the type of guys, like, in my mindset, I don't care how much I love them, like, I know security-wise, as far as, like, you always, even as simple security-wise, you simply being around for me when I need you to be. You couldn't because your lifestyle is the type that you're going to be in and out of jail. You know what I'm saying? You're not necessarily trying to change your lifestyle. I'm not trying to really procreate with that. No disrespect to anybody who has procreated with that. It's just my person, me, my personal hell no. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just know for a fact that that's not, that's not the way. Then I know for a fact, like, you know, I've, I have friends, male friends that I've, well, my crush is my male friend who I have slept with, but I have male friends as well who just have like strong worth ethic. Like they work, you know what I'm saying? Because they're not selling drugs, they're not pimping no bitch. They just like they work hard, work hard like they got ten kids and and fucking fifteen baby mamas type shit. And that math don't even add up. How you have fifteen baby mamas and ten kids? Just never mind all that. Just the point is, this is how hard they work. And it's just because they have hard work, work ethic, you know what I'm saying? Like, the last thing they're going to be doing, like, I, I, the last thing they're ever going to be doing with any chick. That's why I know it's depending on a chick for any type of bread because at the same time they got their own bread. 
You know, and I and I see them, and I know for a fact, like any woman that get with them in, in the long run, like, uh, and and I always worry about them too because I know there's gold diggers out there. But like, it's like you know, I know for a fact, like I think of them when I'm busting my ass now to this day, and I be getting tired. Like, what would my friends do? Like, then these and they men ain't gonna bust their ass. You know what I'm saying? And I respect them to the utmost. Now I know these days, even me busting my ass working hard, there's a lot of things I can't do. I work too hard right now. It's a holiday season. I, I honestly cannot wait. This is the first December that I could not wait to be over because I am so tired of handling you people's fucking packages. Please stop ordering. I'm fucking sick to die. I am sick and tired of fucking looking at fucking soft packages and shit. I don't give a fuck no more. I want the year to end. So you all can realize just how broke you is and look for your fucking, t- fucking W-2s and your 1098s and shit and file fucking taxes. Ain't y'all tired of spending money yet? So my point is, like, I'm trying to think of, like, you know, I think of them and I'm just like, I'm just pushed through. But when I also think about dating, I also like to date a man with that work ethic. But I also know with men with that, with that work ethic, it's not fair to them. Like, I start to understand I don't feel bad when my friends be like, oh, I can't because I got to work. I got to work. I got to work. At some point, you be like, damn, all this work, you ain't got time. But no, man, some people really, you don't know what people's goals is. You don't know what they're doing as far as saving. You don't know what their financial responsibilities is every month. People got to work. And then you have women who have good men that work. And they love them. But the fact that the men can't be home all the time because they work, they turn into this hashtag desperate housewife type of person. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, oh, you're not around because you work all the time. Well, you cannot do, I, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You women that be yelling at these men because they work all the time. Oh, the day, the day I yell at a man because he work all the time. I love men that work, yo. I dead ass love men that work. They have work. If, if, damn, at least if they have work, you ain't got to worry too much about them doing anything. Well, they might be doing some shit on the job, but, bitch, we're not going to go there right now. The point is they bring home a check. You know what I'm saying? If that man comes home to you, I'm sure you're not in the dark. The lights is on. The gas is on. Come on. I know you're not tripping because I'm there. Is at work? But y'all sitting there condoning niggas that sit there and be out with their friends smoking and drinking all for the fucking day. You know what I'm saying? Ain't doing shit and bringing nothing to the table. So now back to this um, article by this woman named Cecilia Francon entitled, I plan to marry for security, not love. Okay, let's get into it. She says... There are many things to take into consideration when deciding to pursue a lifelong commitment with another person. Everyone seems to think marrying for love is the pinnacle that we should all aspire to. But miss me with that. If and when I get hitched with anyone, I plan to do it for security. He says, love doesn't guarantee a successful marriage. But in my opinion, having money without love doesn't guarantee a successful marriage either it does guarantee that you will be successful in the fact of one lights will be on you won't be homeless bitch clothes on your back you know you get your hair nothing the other but she says research has shown that the high divorce rates over the last decade are linked to romantic love sure you love that person now and you think the sun rises and sets in their eyes but what happens three five to ten years from um now into the union what happens when kids mortgages and all other mundanities of life come into play if the plan is to live happily after after then it starts with being on a tiny financial page now again i agree with that um i think we all know honestly in third world countries you can have a kid you don't need nowhere near as money as uh here in america okay but i think we all know that at some point you have to support work at some point to support yourself sure there's government assistance and i'm not judging anybody who's been on that or has on that at the moment, but at the same time, you you do have to think for it in the long run. 
And as I'm getting older, I start to think for in the long run. That's why these days I say like romances, but I know literally like it's different people that I meet that make me feel different things. It's not every man that I meet, once again, that makes me feel like, oh, I want to be with you forever. And it's not to say that I'm going to just play you out until we're done. It's just I don't get that feeling or that vibe because maybe how they are, maybe they're infidelity issues or whatever. It's just I don't get that. And there's certain people that I, you know, grow to like a lot and I can see more. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like, it's not everybody that you feel that way with. But when I think about potentially starting a family, which is not something that I wouldn't want to do, but at age 35, it's not something that I'm, like, hung up on. It's like I pray God it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, but it would be something that, yeah, I would like to have some security because before myself, for my children, you know what I'm saying, before myself, for our family. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Like before, even for me, because I want to shop till I drop type shit. Like it's not that serious because I've been working since I'm 15 years old. I am the independent woman. I'm going to bring something to the table every time. You know, I could marry, I could marry a rich man and I'm still going to have a hobby or a part-time job, a full-time job, and I'm still going to save it up. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. And if I leave and I get some alimony, that's great too. But most of all, for anything else, once I have children, like it's all about my kids. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be worrying about this and that and, and trying to live both lives, like going out partying, no judging anybody. Nope. It's all about my kids. Okay, I don't have kids right now, but when I have the kids, it's all about the kids. So pretty much she's basically saying like love doesn't guarantee it. But I don't think that just money guarantees a successful marriage either because you have people who marry people for money and you have women who, who are in relationships, simply relationships with men because they have they can provide and they're generous. And guess what? They don't really love them. It's just because of what they can do for them and they take advantage of them. So if love doesn't guarantee marriage, then just having a man who will make you financially secure doesn't guarantee love or true marriage as well, in my opinion. Two, money puts the icing on romance. Mm. So the truth is that everything is better with money. I used to date this guy who was always broke. He never had money to do stuff like go out or even buy food to be cooked at home. I tried to cover for us both for as long as I could because I loved him. But eventually, resentment starts to set in, like I said all the time with most people. Like, you can do it for a while, or the women that are carrying these guys and starting to get these men to be comfortable with it. Oh, she hold me down, she hold me down. Like, when the last time I said, no, man, okay, man is supposed to provide support. Okay, when a woman contributes, that's her business. If a man chooses not to be with a woman because he doesn't contribute, that's his business. But I never understood it in the history of mankind that women were supposed to be the one to burn up the bed, the, the bacon or the bread. Has times changed where women work? Sure, absolutely. But I know too many independent women, and I'm sick and tired of these men running around here acting like every single woman is just like, no, sir. No, sir. So she said she fell into resentment because she loves him. Things like buying gifts, going on vacations, and date nights are what make marriages easier, not constantly have to worry about every penny. As an independent woman, I can honestly say I love being independent, but at the same time, in, will God willing, I will be blessed with the man who will take some of the load off my back? Sure, yeah, absolutely. But I'm not going to be the woman who's so desperate for a relationship that I am literally spending every single dime just to make it work, even if it's just a marriage, just because I love you. Absolutely not. That's not fair to me. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's not right. So yeah, at some point, it's not even about, when I say financially, everyone, I don't necessarily mean that they have to have a certain amount of money in the bank. I don't necessarily mean that their credit score has to be a certain type of way. What are their work ethics, honey? Or like, or do they go to work legit work like that? They can file that shit on a tax return, or is these in, or or they work and they hustle on the side under the table, some shit that the IRS don't need to know about. But if y'all a man's whole shit is about all this shit that can't be accounted for on a tax return, and he 
Yeah, that's not working, sweetie, because like, you know, some scams be good today, they're hot right now, and the next thing you know, the scam is done, it's over. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then what do you do? You cannot depend on that. You just can't depend on that. I mean, as far as when you get married, I don't ever want to worry about financial problems. Nobody does, sweetie. So she says, I don't intend to quit my job and become a leech. Me either. I don't give a fuck who I marry, rich or not. You know what I mean? I don't give a damn. I'm always going to provide for me and ours. I don't give a fuck if you don't need my little fucking check. My check's still going to be here. <laughs> the plan is not to find someone to dump all my financial burdens on. Marrying for security just means that my partner and I shouldn't have to stretch ourselves thin to pay the mortgage or bills every month. Now, I agree with that because, honestly, um, this is what I said about getting married. I honestly feel like, if, God willing, if I ever get married, it doesn't need to be extravagant all at once. I really don't want to be the person that's spending 50, 60, something thousand for one night, whether I can afford it or not. Like, honestly, if I was rich, I could drive 60,000, like it was $60 or even $600, I would do it. But I really do believe, like, some of that money that people contribute to your marriage and stuff, you can save for a down payment on a house or things of that nature. Maybe you guys have a business venture. Somebody's going to school, maybe help for some of that tuition so you have to get to that goal of somebody becoming what they want to be so you can get more. But I don't believe in stuff like that just as yet. Like, same thing, I don't believe in a big ring light as, as, um, at first. Most people want that huge rock, right, in the beginning of the engagement. I'm the type of person, like, I'll take a band at first, and as we get to five and ten years, we could upgrade it and, and renew vows and stuff. That's the type of person that I am. I'd even do a city hall thing. And it's not even to be desperate. It's just because I know that the money that we could save for a wedding, you know what I'm saying, instead of going to a wedding being financially stagnated because we're still paying stuff off with credit cards and maybe paying some of our family back and some loans, that we could just simply like stack that up. And that way we don't have to be so burning right away about this bill, that bill, or this bill. You know what I'm saying? Like we could chill sometimes. You know what I'm saying? If you're sick, you can call out. Just stay home. We good. We got savings. Like, you know what I mean? That thing to me is smarter. Like, I started to learn when I was younger. I was like, oh, this big thing. As I'm getting older, like, it's more about just kind of, like, being smarter. You know what I mean? She says, um, we can live comfortably and afford the finer things of life. We don't have to build, be Bill and Melinda Gates. That's what I said. We don't got to be, like, bling, bling. But we should be able to budget. Like, I went to the supermarket today, and I seen a couple, old couple, they were cashing in bottles right before they went to the supermarket, and they pulled up in a foreign. And you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you just got to be, like, practical. I cash bottles in all the time. It's not about needing um needing the money that I cash in, but at the same time, it's like saying, well, I'm starting to learn, even from my CPA. So I was a tax preparer, and I had a CPA in the office, and he was, he was bawling. And he used to tell me, like, we collect bottles, and I go, and I cash them in. He's like, me and my wife, I cash them in. He's like, and sometimes I come back and I bring home like a whole like two packs of chicken and whatever. He's like, and that's like money you don't even have to literally spend out of your pocket. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not ashamed. I saw old man. And I said, you know, what? that's how it is. You know what I'm saying? The point is they don't have to be Bill and Melinda Gates, but they get by and they're practical and they understand their spending habits. That helps a lot. She said, we don't have to be Bill and Melinda Gates, but we should definitely not have to be living paycheck to paycheck. It is stressful. Okay. Now, are we, if you're in a marriage and you are living paycheck to paycheck, that's not to say anything bad about you. It's just to say going in, you know, as long as two people I feel have just simply a good work ethic. You know, I won't let you starve. You won't let me starve. Like, you know, we got to have to let you be all right. Share a plate of Chinese food tonight. You know, whatever. You're going to make it. If you all say we're going to save, this is going to be the bucket. We're going to put this in a bucket. We're going to open up this account. We're going to toss a little bit in every check. If you all stay with that, even if you don't got it and you're not billing and then the gates, that's better than people that's just coming in there and just be like, I love you, I love you, I love you, and you're not planning. So security does not have to be about being rich. I just want to stress that so much as it's about just like 
you know, are we thinking about one another? You know what I mean? So she says, um, security brings a lot of options. Marrying for security means that I can devote my time to different pursuits because money is not a problem. When you and your partner are making sense financially, then your happiness doesn't need to suffer. You don't have to sacrifice your dreams, values, or things that are important in order to make your ends meet. Well, she says, then if you're all all right, decently financially, you have to. Let me talk about Taekwon. This is now the time that I want to talk about Taekwon. Taekwon was my coworker who was working with me for a few months, and then he quit the other day. Ironically, the same day that he quit, two other people quit in other departments. But I was dead ass with him, working with him. He dead ass quit and left me like that day. But he came in that day or the day. No, he, I want to say he came in that day or the day before with this big ass rock on his hand. Child, I don't know how many characters. I said, bitch, he's gay. I said, bitch, can you fit your hand in your fucking purse? Like, what the fuck? Can you, pitch, can you fit your hand in your pocket right now? That shit was heavy. Okay, and Taekwon would not work with his gloves on that day because he took his work gloves on because he just wanted, all he did one day, in my opinion, was stand there and pose and put his hands up and put his hands on his side. I thought it was like the cutest thing. Now, Chad, who is Taekwon married to? Or who is he engaged to, I should say, about to be married to? This 80-year-old man, okay, this 80-year-old white man who's rich and got a lot of money, and the man is that way as well. So um, he and Taekwon, I guess he got into like, you know, find out what he liked, got it together. He said the man is the sweetest man in the world. He owns all these businesses, um, but he's old. His family don't want to be around. You know how it is with some rich white people, excuse me, white people, but some rich people, your family don't come around, even if it's rich black people. You know, sometimes you're all alone. So as far as um, the old man is concerned, he got a pacemaker and the man's about to die, honey. Not too long from now. I'm not wishing no death on nobody, but he's not well in his health. But he would like to uh, marry Taekwon, who was like in his 20s, and provide for Taekwon now, and as well as um, leave him the businesses and have him come in to learn management and whatever before he leaves. Because the man was in there one day, he slipped and fell, and he uh, dislocated his shoulders. So he's like, you know, he needs someone who's able to go in. His kids won't go in or whatever. So I was just like, now look at Taekwon, right? I was like, oh my God. I was like, what are you going to do? He's like, well, I don't know. He's like, because he's such a nice guy and I like him. He's like, but I also have a boyfriend. I said, oh, okay. Like, you know, spill the tea. So he's like, me and my boyfriend, we live together. They had all these problems. At one point, his boyfriend broke up with him. He was about to kill himself and all of that, but they got together. Sometimes when his boyfriend gets on bad times or hard times, he helps him out and vice versa. So Somehow they still managed to maintain a friendship, but every now and again they on and off as in a relationship. Now, when his boyfriend heard about this, he was like, "Hold up! The old man asked you to marry him, gave you this rock, told you all this shit, blah blah blah. He about to do this, all that." He was like, "Listen here," he said, "Listen here, bitch. Like we can't sleep together no more. Mm-mm, no, you are gonna be faithful to this man, honey. You gonna make him feel like he is all it is that you have in this world." And I was dying because I was like, oh, shit, you got to ride and die for real. Like, he said, oh, yeah, he not giving me a hard time about this at all. Like, he's just like, boo. Like, no, we can't even have sex right now. Like, be faithful to this man. Give him every there for him any time that he needs. <laughs> like, <coughs> bankroll, motherfucker, bankroll. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we in this building. Now, the old man also knows that he has a boyfriend. So my whole thing with him is like, how do you feel about this? He's like, my whole thing is like, I just want to be honest. And, you know, I don't, I do care for him. So I do want to be there for him. And I told him before he, before he, the next thing he said to me, I told him, I said, listen, 
I've had a feeling like, you know, there's a lot of old people, they're dying if they're in a position where they're generous or whatever. They just simply want somebody to be around. This is what happened with, this is what I feel happened with Anna Nicole Smith. You know, you're a sweet person. You're, you have a kind, I, I love Taekwon. Like, I love him to the death of me. You know what I mean? Like, I said, if there was anybody that should be around him around this time that I know is not going to take advantage of him, it's you. Because he said there's a thousand, a thousand times manager said this and then wanted to give him this and he turned down certain things, certain things he needed and he took. And that's because it was uh, about a lot of money, but maybe food or whatever, groceries or whatever situation, he took it. And he said it was through that rapport with uh, the old man that he started to realize that he that Taekwon was not like the other males, that young males that he would date with who would, some of them even robbed him, honey. Like they didn't even have to do that. All they had to do was tell him what, tell him what they needed and they didn't do that. They just saw him as a target. So that bit of rapport, I said, listen, as long as you care for the man, you're honest, just be honest and your conscience be clear. But at the same time, if you have a blessing like this, you know what I'm saying, and take it. You know what I'm saying? It's what you want to do. So at this point, it's like he's marrying to make the man happy, but he's marrying for security. And I said, this is life changing, you know, if everything goes well the plan. Well, a few hours after that, Taekwon quit. <laughs> Taekwon quit. <laughs> he gave me his Facebook before he left, like, hear me here, boo. And that was that. So, anyway, that was that. I mean, I mean what are you going to do? She says, six, there's a sense of peace and joy that comes with financial stability. Yes, I do agree with that, but you want to be happy. Like, I know people who got men that would give them money, but it's like, even sugar daddies, it's like, you got a sugar daddy, but he's not, you're not trying to really take him out in broad daylight. He's not trying to take him to a family thing. Like, are you really that happy? You know what I'm saying? Is this somebody that you're with all the time that can make you happy? I want to love them too. You know what I'm saying? Like, love and then to have somebody that's generous and be secure. That's amazing. To me, that's a blessing, but I don't know, because that's the reason why I could never be a gold digger. In my entire life, you could be a gold digger, like you gotta be a heartless bitch or somebody who just really put all your basic needs to the side to just simply say, oh, it's all about the money, if it ain't about the money. Because at some point, I'm like, listen, all the money in the world ain't gonna let me lay up with this old hairy ass nigga over here. I'm not gonna be looking in, in, at motherfucking, like, you know, wrinkly ass balls. Like, you know, as I, I have lines that I will not cross. That's certain women will, and I don't judge them for it, but honey, it's not gonna be me. So my whole thing is like, you know, what do you, so she says, Instability is one of the things that I hate the most in life, and I work very hard to avoid it. So why should marriage be any different? I can't imagine waking up next to someone who doesn't make me feel financially secure, someone who is smart with money. I might love them, but I might never be comfortable. I wouldn't be able to relax and enjoy the relationship. I do believe that at some point in a relationship, you all need to be comfortable in some sense financially. I don't believe that you need to, you should be able to do everything. If you're able to do every single thing y'all want, vacations, da 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 Bless, bless beyond, major, you know, beyond measure. But can you do the simple things? You don't want to be the type of person that a couple of said in a relationship, you can't go to a simple uh, movie. Sure, you might be budgeting and things are tight. I remember I was with my homegirl named Tracy, and she was married to her husband. They worked, both of them worked. She didn't, he didn't even want her to work, you know what I'm saying? But she was just like the type of person, she was so independent and used to working before they got married that she was so sick and tired of having to even go to him and just be like, I need money for tampons. So she was, like, very adamant. He's like, look, whatever money you make, keep for yourself. But they were, like, literally on the saving goals at a couple. Like, they was not where they wanted to be financially, but they had a savings account. They had their own personal accounts and joint accounts. But they had a savings account that was strictly for saving up for a house or paying off debt to go and buy a house, specifically out of state. And so as long as they were on the same page, what they always was, like, they just, like, 
budgeted, but like nobody was, they wasn't hungry. They still had a roof or whatever. They maybe couldn't buy all the things they wanted to buy, but the whole goal and the sacrifice at the end of the day was that there was a goal and it was to save up to buy a house and to get their credit scores up type of thing. That's okay. You know what I mean? So maybe you're not rich just yet, but you know, if you just have the kind, I feel like if you guys just have the mindset, you don't want to be with a knucklehead guy that can't do for you. You know what I mean? Like, it's cool if you're a woman and you're holding stuff down, but stop getting so brainwashed and like, oh, I'm holding shit down that you, you take the, like, nah, nigga, he got to do something too. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> hello? Like, especially a bitch like, I've been working since I'm 15. I ain't got time. Then you got to, I don't even ask no man for shit. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, we're going to be together. Like, I will be damned. I don't give a fuck if I win the lotto today. It's, if I become a millionaire because I'm writing crazy shit, it's not going to happen. Seven, it makes the partnership and the marriage stronger. When you don't have to worry about security, it makes caring for each other so much easier. With financial issues out of the way, I can focus on what's important to me and my partner. I'm more inclined to pursue my dreams and help my partner to do the same. Love comes and goes all the time, and security gives you something to fall back on when love exits the scenes. It allows you to afford deeper connections beyond the emotional baggage. Again, not always the case. A lot of gold diggers out here, they don't give a fuck about the man or their dreams or helping them fund it so much as, like, I, I secured the bag for life. Um, in, in the history of marriage, from the beginning of the world, there are women have, who have gotten married for all the right reasons. And there are married women who get married because marriage is a come-up. Marriage is a come-up for them, meaning, like, I know he has money, and I know that if I divorce him, I will get alimony. And I know women who even come to work and they get part-time jobs or full-time jobs with me on and off throughout the years. They don't even need the money. They're just bored at home. Some of them are literally getting alimony all the time. They're just bored at home. Now they bring an extra income in plus the alimony, and they're just chilling. So for some people, alimony is um, marriage is, a, is an income and a hustle. Same way as if your husband dropped dead, hopefully you didn't kill him like on Snapped. But if your husband drops dead and he has some kind of uh, insurance for you, that he's providing in debt, you know what I mean? So sometimes for some people uh, with security and marriage, it, it doesn't always necessarily mean love so much as it literally means security. So I hear what she's saying as far as speaking from a personal point of view, but at the same time, like overall, I, I don't agree with the whole uh, theme. Okay, but who am I? Eight, security motivates you to create the life you want. I want a partner who is financially savvy. The person I marry has to understand the importance of having investments and considerable savings. I'm more interested in someone I can relate to in terms of personal finance than in a romantic capacity alone. Well, I would love a man who, like I said, I have ugh, male friends. Like, I don't like a little thing. Like, they just, their work ethic is crazy. They don't have to work. No, I mean, the money is there. They're not even greedy or green out of monsters, but they're just going to go and get it. And honestly, it reminds me of, like, my uncles and my father before he passed away. God bless the dead. And certain men, I'm like, you know, just in my family who just, they just work, you know what I mean? And it's just like, yeah, they're not around all the time, but you know what I'm saying? Like, they're, you know, some people just work. It's not even only for themselves, but just for they could be there and provide for their families that they could just simply have. I, don't, I would rather a man be working all the time, <laughs> honestly, than the man who's just like, forget you don't have enough hours at work. As long as you're working, you're working, but just be sitting here all day long and just have too much time in his hands worrying about being up on me all the time. That's my personal opinion, you know what I mean? So the man I worry, where I marry, my work ethic is crazy. I wanted the work ethic to be crazy, too. That just is, that's just the facts of it all. I just can't take you seriously. I can't, I can't just, I can, but I can't. That's why I'm not into, like, street dudes no more. So I don't give a damn. What your hustle is, your scam is, the shit is temporary. You're not being realistic. Nine, it helps to see things more clearly. Damn, all she want was a nigga with money. Let's face it. 
Love often clouds your judgment and keeps a person from making rational decisions. Marrying for love constantly keeps you looking at things. But when is she going to say, like, because I married for money and then I eventually fell in love with him? What she says about it is going to make my life easier. It's gonna, yeah, it's going to make your life easier, but are you going to be completely happy? And that's where that whole thing goes back to the, the, the um, argument about arranged marriages and what? Are you fucking trying to marry? They say Americans marry for love. A lot of Americans, they say Americans, other cultures say Americans marry for love. And other, even, even to this day, there's a lot of Jamaican people, no disrespect, and other people of other cultures, they come in here, they're trying to get citizenship, they're marrying. But even in that marriage, it's like, it's a, it's a marriage of convenience. You know what I'm saying? It's something come, coming out from it, but even that man has to put in because now I'm putting myself in a situation where I can't date and da-da-da-da-da as a woman or American or whatever and whatever. Even if I'm a Jamaican-American lover, I can't date or Haitian-American or whatever situation, culture it is. So now you gotta pay up a little bit for that. You know what I'm saying? Your citizenship ain't gonna just be free, you gotta put up. But it's just like, it's, it just seems like it's a, but where's the love? Now, if love is there and you're doing that, that's great. But at the same time, because you're helping someone that you love to be with you in America, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, I'm trying to tell you, like, I understand it and the security could be there, but I need love. I want some notebook shit plus some money. And the money don't gotta be big, but just some security. Just for that he's just not knuckleheaded to do dumb shit. Like gamble away our fucking rent or mortgage money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Some of you got knucklehead people like that. Like, okay, maybe you drink and I drink too, and sometimes we smoke, but we ain't gonna take all the money from smoking and drinking and just from the fucking mortgage or the rent. You know, you need somebody that's practical. You need somebody that's actually thinking about, you know, putting ahead. Somebody that probably might will put you in the budget. That's how I think. But also loves you because they want y'all to be able to survive. All right, let me just move. I'm so tired. 10. I'll be better off in the long run. And if my marriage um, ends up lasting very long, I can bask in the knowledge that I'm comfortable and happy with where I'm at in life. And if it crumbles, I don't have to look back and regret on how foolish I've been and mourn all the things I gave up for the idea of love. But girl, you wasn't talking about love. You was talking about financial security. Ah, whatever though. Financial security is cool. I mean, if that's the case, she might as well just get with a 75-year-old man today because she doesn't even care about loving one another. She even talked about, she didn't even talk about having kids and none of this shit. And nothing she mentioned here, she didn't even talk about having children or grow. She didn't say anything about that for my kids to be safe. I'm just, no, 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 no. That's things that I noticed when I'm reading this stuff. And that's what's something I noticed. She just want to get married for the bro, to the dog. She don't want to have to worry, no, she's tired. Maybe she had a hard life and she don't, she don't want to struggle no more. I get it, but you know it's not. It's, it's like, like all right. It's like Pretty Woman, even the movie Richard Greer, and uh, what's her name? The girl with the you know, Julia Roberts. He wasn't trying to fall in love with her, but he was super generous and he had money. He was rich, but he wasn't really trying to fall in love with her. And I don't think she was necessarily trying to fall in love with him. But things happen. It just happened with love, and that's great. But the, she wasn't talking like that. This lady's article does not want to have kids with any of these motherfuckers out here. None of her talking about my kids. She just say me, 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 and I, I, I. So. I guess my last final thought, final answer is that I would like to marry for love and security. But in security in the sense that I know that, you know, you, you're going to go out and hustle for us. Just like I'm going to go out and do the best I can to hustle for us, both both of us, doing the best that we can every day to make sure. That's some knucklehead guy that's just going to sit there and gamble away the money. That's some knucklehead guy that's going to sit there and drink away the money. You want to drink sometimes, cool, whatever situation so we can afford it. You know what I mean? Be practical. And that's what I think security is to me. Arranged marriages can be cool, but I also know that that can be go wrong. Like, I don't know that, yeah, sure, after a while, marrying someone and knowing that they can revive you and make you happy and you don't have to worry about anything and compared to, like, other societies and cultures of certain women or whatever, ah, you struggling, I'm not. Yeah, but about love now. 
I'm sure even me with money, with a man with money, but without love, I'm sure even I would look at a couple passing by sometimes in the street casually and glance and say, why can't I have that with the guy that I have? You know what I mean? Because we don't we don't connect that way. We don't connect that way, but at the same time, an arranged marriage is not about connecting that way so much as about the money. So let's like, but also that money is important. You don't have to have a lot of it, but if you both can just have simply uh, good saving goals and saving strategies, budgeting-wise, you can make it, you know, all your dreams come true. So I don't know. I think I'm pretty much about love and security. That's my answer. I want both. Love and security. I'm not going to just marry somebody because I love them and they're a knucklehead and can't get right. You know, I need a man that's able to lead and can help us solve problems in that mature way when they happen. I don't want to be the person that's taking on all the bills and all the problems and, like, what are you doing? You just have, like, hard ding-ding to give me. Like, that's not enough. You know what I mean? Just because you look good and, you, you know, you make cute babies. Like, that's not enough for me. I'm not doing that. I was raised around too many men. From my uncles, like I keep saying, down to my father, even male friends that I've had that just work their asses or you think they'd have so many kids and they just have a strong work ethic. They just have a work ethic. They can't do half the things they want to do. They When they time free time, they can. They give it to friends, family, whoever. But for the most part, they're working. And that's why I now understand, like, I'm so tired and I work so much. I can't wait for the summer to be over. I can't get mad or feel. I never did make anybody feel guilty, but I get it now. Sometimes just like I just, it's nothing personal because at the end of the day, when you can't get your money, you know what I mean? And if they can't get their money, then you get mad at people because they work so much. Are you going to pay their bills? Is they going to pay my bills? I'm not going to ever ask somebody to pay my bills, but no. So let me get my shit. You know what I'm saying? Just like I let them get their shit. I don't bother nobody, but I get it now. I just pray for them like they don't get weak and full for women that's like gold diggers and just want to be with someone for security because they recognize their hard work ethic because they deserve somebody that's going to make them a hot meal every time they come home type shit or rub they back and give them a, you know what I'm saying? Like I love a hard working man, especially a hard working black man. I can fuck one nationality a hard working man you was, oh, if he was a hard working black man, oh my gosh. <laughs> be still my heart. It's not even because I want your income, it's just, oh gosh. You're such a rare breed. <laughs> oh, legit money, too? Oh, shit, you can write off on the tax return. Ain't got to worry about getting turned into the federal government. Okay, honey. Sexy you. Sexy me. Let's get together, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Word. Oh, man. Nothing like the BMW black man working. <laughs> That's a fact. I don't even need nothing. I'm good, boo, but you know. <laughs> oh, you got to go to work? Oh, you working? Oh, you going to be away on the... Oh, okay. <laughs> I love that shit. Word. It's so different. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. All right, shoppers, commenters. On that note, y'all know I love you. And, you know, I, um, it's my second night off from work. I got to go back in tomorrow night, but I'm about to go just enjoy the rest of my night. But I love you all. And I'll see you all next time here on Chapel's Corner.